right, and welcome back to the third edition of Saturday Smoke, where we cover week one, uh, week two, week one, who knows what it actually is, uh, as well as some upcoming games. Uh, the Davis brothers are back again to talk about college football. Uh, we're excited about some uh, some updates here. Let's uh, let's run through that parlay that we had last week. Uh, Jensen, what, what did you have last week? I went three for five last week. Um, obviously, the Clemson game really took a hit for me. Threw everybody for a hit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that coming. It was a 13-point. Go away, man. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, so I lost that one pretty pretty badly. But everybody in the in all of the all of America lost that one. Yeah. Nebraska plus seven. Uh, that was... That was an easy one to me, I thought. Uh, even though they they gave up that touchdown at the end. They, they should have won they, that game. They should have definitely won that game. Matt Rule is just keeping up with the Nebraska tradition. The Florida State game rocked. That, I what could not believe Jordan What Jordan's a game. game. Second half was crazy. Yeah. So I was pretty firmly on that one. Cause they, I, I took the money line on that one. Uh, Penn State. They were giving up 20 and a half points to West Virginia, and I felt pretty strongly about that one. That was a whiteout game, right? Yeah. They, they yeah. do kind of like whiteout plus blue. Like, <laughs> I don't even know. And then Louisville, that was a... Oh man, that was a loss, but that was a that was a tight game. It was such an interesting I, I loss. I kind of thought that they were going to come back a little bit. Yeah, you, Dude, you needed a field what goal. A, what a pendulum swing that game was. Yeah, for sure. Let's let's dig a little deeper into these games. Um, some of the big ones that we learned stuff about. Uh, that was the big theme of last week. It was we we're, were talking. We're like. I don't think we're going to learn anything from these games, but we've we've got a couple here that we 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 are starting to see the puzzle pieces starting to fit for this college football season. Obviously, the big one to start out with, everybody watched the the, the debut of Dion and his boys. Uh, let's go into Colorado TCU. Uh, Chunks, you got anything to talk about with Colorado TCU? Yeah, I mean, the two big things are Shadur having a crazy game, uh, shutting everybody up, all the haters, and Travis Hunter just playing every fucking snap in that game. Yeah. I, I, he played like 130 snaps or something. Yeah. Stupid. It's insane. So, I mean, this team had nine months of hype. Yeah. Like, Deion Sanders, the, we weren't waiting for the TCU game specifically, but we were waiting for right. just to see how Colorado was going to do. But, I mean, this was his first shot at a Power 5 football game. And with his son at the helm, that was pretty cool. Yeah. I think everybody was watching that game. Joel Platt on the call, too. Right, Colorado. Yeah. And he also said that that was the best game he ever saw a Colorado quarterback play. Yeah. And, I mean, he was one. Cordell Stewart, mm-hmm. all that. People were a little upset about the broadcast being too homer yeah. for Colorado. Okay. But. So they were saying that about Gus Johnson. Right, right. Yeah. Which is which is weird because, I mean, it, you would have thought that it would have been Joel Platt. Yeah. Right. 
It was Gus Johnson, and I, I know a lot of people think that he's a little theatrical, but yeah, you gotta I, have I, I it. Co- you That's can't have college football without it. Absolutely, yeah. no. It was uh, it was such a fun back and forth. Um, but really, there was there was such a, a momentum shift there, like in the second half, where you knew that Colorado, it was going to end up being with them. I mean, obviously, most of us were just watching the line and being like, "Yeah, if they can sure. cover twenty one, then we're good," you know. But yeah, uh, I mean, at, at that point, Michigan had their game pretty in hand. Yeah, uh, not that they were ever in doubt. But yeah, we we were able to switch the outdoor TV to. To that Colorado game. What, what, did we, what did we think about TCU? So for for me, TCU, they they their game plan sucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought they had to keep with the rushing. Oh, they they kept they kept showing Sonny Dyke, and and he, he was not having a good time. Yeah. So I mean, Colorado gave up 262 yards on the ground mm-hmm. on only 37 rushes. I mean, that makes up for 7.08 yards. Yeah. Per carry. Yeah. So like per pass though, they they were only going six point eight eight yards per pass. Yeah. They were rushing more yards mm-hmm. than they were passing. Mm-hmm. If you keep with the rush, you you kill the clock a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was totally thinking that same thing with with how dominant Hunter and um, the other two wide receivers. I, I can't remember who they were, um, <laughs> but they they all had three different hundred yard. Or four different hundred yard receivers, yeah. so it's like Dylan Edwards. you gotta kill that time. That, not even receivers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. one was a running back, and the other one was, I mean, technically a defensive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they they did like that. Travis Hunter pick was very opportune. Like, yeah, they definitely. they need that to win the game. Without a doubt, they had important turnovers. Two in in the red zone. Right. Yeah. That uh, that was kind of a story across the board this week. Is you have to convert in the red zone. That's what that's what football mostly comes down to. Yeah. And the the teams so, we saw get upset didn't do that. It's so like it doesn't really mean anything to start the year off. But you gotta think that Shadur and Travis are one and two in Heisman right now. We th- there's some guys. There's 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 too many guys right now and not enough games because I I think. You still have like Jordan Travis. Yeah. And no, the, but I think this year, like this week one, like there were so so many guys um, that that can be talked about. Um, and in the second game, we would want to talk about. I think that there wasn't anybody that showed up. Oh, and yeah, Ohio State, Indiana. Ohio State, Indiana. Yeah. Yeah, I that Ohio State did had like no explosiveness that you usually see yeah. from them. And Kyle McCord, he he's got the tools. He's got a good arm. He can move a little bit. I don't think his decision making was very good at all. He does have a good arm, but I don't think his mechanics are great, or or at least yeah. just like lackadaisical. You know, he especially on his interception that he threw. Yeah, it was first of all, he, like he was he put all his eggs in one basket, uh, going to the right hand side, but then he threw it across his body, and he did not put much into it yeah it was easy for the for uh for indiana to pick that one off yeah and Mar- marvin harrison jr had two receptions for 18 yards he yep. did have the, the injury he did have the well he had the injury where he landed weird on a pretty yeah, athletic yeah. looking play yeah but he also had the touchdown that got called back because he yeah. stepped yeah. out with that being said i mean he did not challenge the 
the defensive back in no. on that one. He, he just got pushed out. And then on the one where he got hurt, that was a, that was a pretty poor throw by him. True. I yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what totally to take away for Ohio State from this. I don't I don't think there's much to say about their defense because Indiana's offense is not impressive. They, they did not have a single havoc play, which is kind of like a tackle for loss. And, yeah. And, uh, and turnovers. And, I don't know, Indiana's awful. Yeah, yeah, and I don't, I don't know when we will know about this Ohio State defense because I think, I think they have Youngstown State yeah. this week. They, they do play Western Kentucky coming up, yeah. which yeah, that, was, who was great. That, that could mean, be fun. Uh, and then they go to Notre Dame, so that, that's when we'll really know about them. The two stories about that game is the quarterback battle is still clearly ongoing. Yeah, and then also there are three stars. Henderson, yeah. Harrison Jr. Where are they? Abuka. I mean, 12 carries for Henderson, three receptions mm-hmm. for Abuka, and then mm-hmm. two for Harrison. Yeah. It's not going to mm-hmm. get it done. I mean, those are your studs. But we'll, we'll see what happens when they need it. That's well, and, and so we, we talk about how we learned something about this game. The one thing that we've learned about Ohio State is they don't know what they are right. quite yet. And I think just the change in quarterback – is one of the big things there, um, which wasn't really the case. I, I know we, we're not really going to talk about it, but in that Alabama game, like Jalen Milrow, he I think get, he stepped up. Yeah, he stepped up big, um, and it, it's just to show that these quarterback changes don't always have to be such a massive mm-hmm. change. But McCord, I, I don't see it. You know, I. Um, I, th- I think they, they definitely took a step back uh, yeah, in that case. Yeah, they don't even have Dylan Ravioli coming in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on to uh, 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 one of the top quarterbacks. Um, I, I heard uh, Colin Coward just gushing over him this week. I try um, not to hear Colin Coward. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, they had a big talk about how there could be like 20 – First round quarterbacks that are playing right now. I'm like, I mean, <laughs> split segment. Do, do we rank all the Pac-12 quarterbacks? <laughs> it's crazy, that man. Would t- that, would that that'll be a TikTok. Yeah. Uh, watch out for the TikToks. It should be coming soon. We've got a, a conference USA recap that we're gonna yeah. do. Uh, should be pretty fun. Um, yeah, well, let's talk Boise State, Washington. I think these are two pretty good teams. I really do. Yeah, uh, Chunks, what do you got on this? I Michael Penix is awesome, man. He I I liked him a lot last year, and he's only gotten better. He, yeah. Washington is built for big plays, man. They got speed. They can move the ball on offense. Penix Penix has all the tools, man. Yeah. He he's a lot of fun to watch, and if their defense I, can be I good, I feel like his ball. Maybe it's just a lefty quarterback thing. Yeah, yeah. That ball is so catchable. Yeah, without a doubt. You know, I felt the same way about Tua. Tua. Yeah. You know. Michael Vick, he gets uh, Penix actually gets compared to Steve Young quite a bit. Okay, yeah. Um, it's a spread out, pretty fast offense, yards after catch, it, but also he he throws bombs, man, on the money. Yeah, no, I I think they can shoot out with anyone. Mm-hmm. It's like them in Oklahoma, kind of like that. Like they they can get in scoring matches yeah. with teams. Yeah, but for Boise State, I don't know they. I think they have a lot of talent too. Their green was 
19 for 39, which isn't great. Yeah, no, not at all. Well, one thing is they only had six pressures at all. Yeah. I mean, that's not even pressures on the quarterback. I mean, that's pressures at all. Right. They were just playing prevent the whole time, and they Mm. prevented nothing. Well, yeah, I I think Washington had like 76 rushing yards. Yeah. Yeah. They They were just taking it over through the air. Uh, with that being said, Ashton Genty is a stud. Yes. Did you guys yeah. watch him? Yeah. So he is like the perfect screen pass sort of guy. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a, he's bigger than Darren Sproles and stuff, but he's yeah. like a mixture between Ladanian and Darren Sproles. Yeah. Like it's, it's sick. No, I, th- I think that this is just this game, what we learned was that Washington is on a different level than what we thought they were. There, There's a easy, like you could. You could say that they're the best offense. Yeah. Yeah. Five yeah. touchdowns, 450 yards for Penix. That's huge, huge. Um, but like I said, I know it was a blowout, 56-19, but it's like Boise State is going to be good. Um, they could maybe have two, three losses on the year, and I would, wouldn't bet an eye. Um, moving on now, let's go to a border war. North Carolina, South Carolina. We've got some big quarterbacks here. Yeah. Jensen, what do you got on this one? Uh, I, people will probably disagree with me, but the clips of this game, I thought were a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Compared I to agree. all these other games. I agree. Um, yeah, I, I thought I was underwhelmed by Drake May. I thought he threw a, underthrew a lot of balls. I thought Spencer Adler actually might have played outplayed him a little yeah. bit. But... Uh, UNC's defense was much better than South Carolina's. They had nine sacks. Definitely. So that that was the big difference in the game. But my big takeaway from this game was the kicker for South Carolina, Groza Ward watch, because he, okay. he did – did you see the onside kick to himself? That yeah. It was the Pat McAfee. And then he has never missed a kick. He is okay. perfect so far in his career. So. That, that's my takeaway from that. There were some. There were some pretty big misses this weekend. And, yeah, uh, missed uh, PATs. And, and yeah, there's some new kickers around across the board. That, yeah, Michigan missed Yeah. The um. Yeah. So this game, thirty-one seventeen. Jensen's a big Duke's Mayo guy. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I am not. It's got the thing. You don't like Duke's Mayo. I don't like Mayo. Like I, I, I don't mind Mayo-based things. Just. Season it. It's boring. I want more. Oh, I so you we want an aioli. I, you're I want an aioli, aioli guy. I like yeah. I like vowels. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm not just eating spoonfuls of. I wouldn't put it past. <laughs> but if you were, I see, it would be Duke's. <laughs> I've yeah, seen you exactly. eat handfuls yeah, of that. cheese, and it it's yeah. not much different. I love sponsored in season games. That yeah, it is very strange. Are we just going to sponsor every single game now? Money, man, money. <laughs> like, like it's North Carolina, South Carolina. Maybe, What's maybe the we should just start having mid-season goals. Yeah. yeah. Like, like the NBA is doing with mid-season yeah. tournament. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, this, the next game, I was I was pretty trashed by the time <laughs> started. We had put on six racks of ribs. And, yeah. Uh, bunch of chicken thighs, a bunch of steaks, and we were having a good old time. Oh, yeah. But, uh, I mean, LSU let it halftime. Yeah. And then the game started. I yeah. Think. Yeah, no, LSU, Florida State, I mean, it was anyone's game at half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Florida State. Both, both teams made 
a lot of mistakes in the first half. Yeah. yeah. Florida State probably made more mistakes in the first half. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah no, I thought it was LSU's game slightly at halftime, and then Florida State just imposed their will on them. I like seeing red-faced Brian Kelly just suck. Yeah. Yeah, fine by me. Um, Jordan Travis and Keon Coleman absolutely took over. Yeah, Ke- Keon Coleman was everything Jordan Travis could wish for and more. He was mossing people. He had three touchdowns, got 112 yards or something. He, how pissed do you think Mel Tucker was? Oh, I, that's all I was thinking the whole time is, yeah. is fuck you, he Michigan is State. so big. And they're, yeah. they're so much bigger and stronger. And I really do think that LSU secondary yeah. is not an LSU secondary. No, and, and they didn't have a single sack. That LSU defense wasn't what it yeah, needed I to mean, be, especially Harold in the Perkins second didn't half. Play poorly, I yeah, guess, but he wasn't Harold Perkins. But yeah. in that fourth quarter, that secondary was just beat. Man. Well, they go off for thirty-one unanswered points. Yeah, like no, it was all Florida State in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Daniels had a great line. I mean, he wasn't efficient at twenty-two and thirty-seven, but still mm-hmm. three forty-six of touchdown. He didn't. He didn't look with, terrible with sixty-four yards. He had a great run. Yeah. In the first half. Yeah, he can that move. Was awesome. He can definitely move. But I wonder, like, obviously he's still going to be in Heisman running with everything. Mm-hmm. But no one, no one's out of it. Nobody's out of it. And he, and he probably in a loss has the best chance already. Yeah. But the next game, Clemson Duke. Kate Klubnick is out. He's out. Of it. He's out. <laughs> yeah. Um, he wouldn't be out if he can take care of the ball. Yep. Yeah. That that was the story of this game. Turnover issues for Clemson. Uh, two fumbles and a pick. They had another fumble, but didn't lose it. Um, Duke was two and two in the red zone. Clemson was one for four. So you got when you're in the red zone, you got to score. For sure. I mean, uh, the field goals being blocked didn't yep. help either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, dude, Riley Leonard's got some dog in him, man. Yeah. He, he sure does, man. He was fighting, although he's a little bit of a bitch for not having his homework done. <laughs> yeah. Get your homework done, Get dude. your homework done, Offensive man. line has the homework done. Because he would be a bitch if he did get his homework done. No, <laughs> but asking for an extension after. After the fact. That's kind of lame. That's not. Yeah, because that means he planned to lose. Because he could have went home and done his homework. All right. I mean, I don't think that his homework was ever on his homework. <laughs> he was prepping for Clemson. It was, which, just, it was just so duped. Which now, in hindsight, doesn't seem like much. But, I mean, it's, it, it's yeah, Clemson. Yeah, it's Clemson. That's the game you circle when you're Duke. So, Duke's going to get out to a, a four-game start, 4-0, because they have Lafayette next. They've got Northwestern and they got UConn. How high do you think they're gonna get? They're at twenty-one now. I don't. I don't know how. The it's not a big enough teams to boost them. Well, past that's, but I 16. think that other bigger teams are gonna lose. Say Texas loses this weekend, which is not gonna happen. <laughs> but they would probably fall below Duke. I just think that this is gonna be such a false like twelfth ranked team. Like Riley Leonard has size and and yeah. and does have some of the tools. They, they he only need, went for one seventy five. Yeah, no, they need turnover magic. 
like know? they had against Clemson. Uh, I think that there's been early talk about him being a first round draft pick. I no, no, not gonna happen. No, Clemson's in a bad way right now, man. Yeah, I, I don't think that. First of all, Dabo Sweeney's not the play caller, and I, I don't think that he has put the personnel in place that calls decent plays. This this new NCAA is not a place for Dabo to thrive. Yeah, oh, without a Which doubt. It's so weird because he's such a good recruiter. Right. I think that if he would embrace NIL, he could, and yes. would embrace the transfer portal, that he would go nuts. Yeah. The, I mean, I know we've always said no hot takes on this but i think it's probably a, a religious yeah. sort of thing no that's you know? obvious yes 100 percent. but the thing is i think the big takeaway for clemson here is that they didn't usually they're like world beaters five stars yeah guys flying around they weren't faster than no. duke which no. if you're not faster than duke and everyone was saying that the Field speed wasn't that different between mm-hmm. Duke and Clemson, which shouldn't happen if you're Clemson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, Clemson's going to have a tough time. You know, they've got Florida State coming up in a couple weeks. They got. They got Notre Dame. They got Syracuse. No. Well, they've done it before. Syracuse. They've done, Syracuse, who just put up, what, a 50 burger and a <laughs> shutout? All I got to say is, I believe Clemson would be better if Devo Sweeney would just cut his own grass. Hey, yeah, you got you to listen, listen to the man. Listen to the man. Touch crash. They have both Sweeney. Yeah, no, they, I mean, they've got a tough schedule. NC State, Notre Dame, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Syracuse. <laughs> I, man, I, I, I love I, I, I think Syracuse is obviously going to break our hearts, but uh, they they had some fun. You know, the Garrett, Garrett Schrader – does what he does. Yeah. You know, he he has those games where he can do things. Around he, oh man. Yeah. What do you do you think he's first round talent? I I've seen some push for it. Every, everybody can't be first round talent. Yeah, definitely. Syracuse does put out first round wide receivers at once every like five years. Yeah, so. definitely. No, he's he's one of the uh, the biggest tools that I've seen yeah. in an office. <laughs> yeah. Well he's, I also we're if you don't know, we're in Rochester, between Rochester and Syracuse. He's also been on the radio a lot uh, <laughs> selling cars. For, <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I, I don't know who, West Her or somebody, but. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I like this team. I think they're going to be in a bowl. Um, do I think they're going to fight for the ACC? Absolutely not. No. Um, yeah, definitely. And, and, and they could. They very well could. Let's move on to some specific uh, talk of, of, of players this week. We're going to do studs and duds each week. Uh, pick two studs for our week and one, one, one person or team or part of a team that, that was a dud as well. Uh, Cameron, why don't you get us started with a couple of your studs? So I'm going to get the homer pick out of the way first, but the highest graded player by PFF of the week was J.J. Okay. McCarthy. He threw some great balls. He looked awesome. He put the ball right where it needed to be. The difference here was his footwork. Yeah, for sure. He he can move, and we the work, man. We've known he can move. He's almost more comfortable when he's moving. Yeah. Um, but there were a lot of people hating on his passing skills because last year he didn't have to be a passer. He had mm-hmm. Blake Corum, 
who I've said it time and time again, was on track to win a Heisman. And it was more about our run game than it ever was about our passing game. But he showed that he can he can throw the ball. He was throwing dots. Middle of the field, the Roman the first Roman Wilson touchdown and the one where he faded to the right corner mm-hmm. of the end zone, that was a great he's ball. Just opening up receiving routes so so much easier. Yeah, he's he's and he has a young receiving core. Let's be real though. That was at least a yard in front of Oh yeah. Oh that that's that <laughs> scrimmage. Oh, well man. so he he admitted it too. I, they on the Michigan football Instagram they showed it like first cause first touchdown of the year. And he comments he was like, Yeah, I was way over that line. <laughs> Which that was a weird broadcast having Mike Tarico and uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. No, it, well, yeah, uh, Gus Johnson calling the Colorado, Colorado game, and Mike Tirico calling the. Yeah. Oh, it was it, it was definitely a weird weekend for for uh, for broadcast. Yeah, certainly. but that so JJ McCarthy's my first stud, and then my second one's got to be Keon Coleman. He he's just bigger and stronger than the back, LSU backs, which is crazy because that's what LSU is known for is their defensive backs. He is one of the reasons why. Florida State is going to walk through the ACC without a problem. Yeah, he, easily. He's got one of the best quarterbacks throwing to him, and he, he and looks like a world beater. Their defense is like Florida State's a real deal. That's why they got – I think they got three first-place votes, even over Georgia. But Keon Coleman, 122 yards, three touchdowns, mossing guys in the end zone. He, he benefits as well uh, from the switch to Florida State because now he has other receivers yeah. with him. But yeah, yeah. The clear-cut best Michigan State wide receiver. Easily, yeah. And uh, and and now, I mean, he's still the clear-cut best, but he has some studs with him. Yeah. And for my dud, I I gotta take Jeff Sims. I mean, yeah. How does Nebraska not win that game? Yeah. He he couldn't get anything going through the air. All the hype. <laughs> he he had to be the one running for them too, and it man turnovers. He I think he'll figure it out. Three interceptions, but he uh, it was it was it was a tough start to the year without a doubt. That, that game was tough. Yeah, it was. It was Nebraska and Minnesota. Though. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole states. <laughs> but I, it it was too many turnovers. It needs to be all punts. That's it. It shouldn't be interceptions. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah. But that, that's my studs and duds for the week. Right, so for me, I don't don't uh, introduce me. <laughs> Doesn't even uh, need to know. My, my studs are, I got to go with Michael Penix. I think that yeah. he, I mean, is it a hot take for me to say that he's the best quarterback in the Pac-12? <laughs> well, if, if you're saying in the Pac-12, you're kind of saying in the country. <laughs> Yeah. Well, not not exactly. Do we want to do top five Pac-12 quarterbacks? Yeah, let's right do it real quick. I think I got Michael Penix at one. I got Caleb Williams at two. Mm-hmm. I have – where do I put Bo next? I don't think I put him at three. I don't think I put him at three either. He's, yeah, it's got to be four or five. Wait, you, um, uh, DJU? DJU and Cam Rising. Or Shadur. We haven't uh, seen. Shador does not crack my top five. That might be the hottest take. Probably is the hottest take. That's definitely a hot take. Um, because we haven't. 
Cam Rising's coming off injury. Yeah. So. Who knows? Yeah, I I probably put Cam Rising in there. If I need to go win a game, Cam Rising might be my quarterback. Oh, it, uh, uh, Caleb Williams is tough to go against. Yeah, yeah. I need to go win a game, but also a healthy Cam Rising is an absolute like he's dog. like the, he's like the Joker, man. Yeah, like he, he's he's ugly and disgusting, <laughs> but. I don't know. He, but he puts together he, one of the best he, performances he of the 21st reformed. century. <laughs> <laughs> and then dies. Yeah. yeah. Uh-oh. Okay. Came rising, Colt Brennan. <laughs> um, so, so, so you've got Penix 1. You've got Williams 2. Do you think you're sneaking what? rising For your three? top five. Oh. Um, yeah. I, and then, I I really I don't know about Bonex. And then DJU four and I'll, then Bonex five. Maybe? I put I'll put Shadur over Bonex. We know what Bonex is, even yeah. though he he's probably at his best right now. Yeah, but, that's that's you know. Um, I am not ready to do that at all. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think I think TCU is the same as they were last year, mm-hmm. but they don't have Max Duggan to bail them out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Let me move on to my number two, stud of the week. I'm going to go with DJU, man. Yeah. He, first of all, he must have loved watching that Clemson game. Oh, yeah. And Nobody was watching it closer. It, it, well, I mean, that dude had five TDs. DJU might have had the best week of anyone oh, yeah. with Clemson's loss and throwing five touchdowns. And... I mean, I watched a, like some clips of this one. He looked so much more just comfortable yeah you know it, it seemed like a better offense. well he has he has more freedom now and it it really does matter the style of offense you're in he didn't fit right in clemson's offense and now he he can go play his game out at oregon state yeah, yeah. well and a, a pretty deep oregon state team i mean they were pretty good last year yeah well what a massive week for the pac-12 like no losses everybody's and that and that bodes well for all these teams like the more that you can win in these non-conference games the better your in-conference losses are gonna look yeah yeah i mean they had a common opponent with usc Mm -hmm. yes state yep i would say dju yeah they handled it better they handled san jose state better my doubt of the week is what was what was Baylor favorited? I I want to say thirty five. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, against Texas State, which I mean, T.J. Finley, he's he's bopped around. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, LSU, Auburn. Uh, I mean, he he's been all around, and he's finally good, man. Yeah. Te- Texas State shout out Connor Anderson. Head of recruiting there. Used yeah. to work with him. He's a dog. I like Texas State just because of that. I've seen all of the the fake uh, uh, gamblers being like, oh, yeah, I had the Texas State uh, Colorado parlay. Yeah, okay. Won $5,000. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> Did not happen. That being said, Baylor is on their way down, I think, again. I, I don't I don't see what they can be. Yeah, this, this week they're 
gonna go down. Yeah. <laughs> what do you? All right, Caden. What do you got for your studs? So my studs for this week, I'm gonna take probably one of the biggest talking points of the weekend. Um, I could have went Shadur with this, but I think Travis Hunter is really the whole talk of the weekend. Him being able to have that Shohei Otani vibe, um, playing 144 snaps in total, 119 yards, while having an interception as well. Just uh, he he showed the world why he was such a highly rated recruit. Yeah, like it was so tough to go to the masses while being at Jackson State. Yeah. Um, but he he's he's definitely the guy. The, um, the question now <clears throat> is. How is Dion going to play him from yeah. here on out? It's, this can't be a weekly thing. No, no. Because I think there's a couple things he can do. He can choose to play him for 140 snaps in the mm-hmm. games that you think you have a chance of winning. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, Colorado is overrated right now. Oh, without a doubt. And I, I think people know that. Um, mm-hmm. So I think they're going to win this weekend, though. Yeah. No, we'll get, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I'm saying right away from that spread. Yeah, but what what are they going to do with Colorado against those upper level Pac-12 teams? Or, yeah, like what what is Travis Hunter going to be in those games? I think it'll be more situational to see where yeah. it is throughout the game. If yeah. it's where hey, we need you full level on offense. I think it's going to be offense more than anything. Yeah, just because. They want to put as much firepower mm-hmm. as as possible, especially against these games. With do they have Washington on their schedule? Um, I'm not sure what their full schedule is. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I would say we won't see it every single week. Yeah, they've got Oregon, they've got Oregon mm-hmm. State, and Utah. So those are their big games. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and USC. USC. So, there's going to be huge quarterback play there, and I would think that they'll lean on him being offensive. But for right now, he's playing both sides, yeah. and you can't deny that. Um, I will. Uh, this is turning into a Pac-12 just <laughs> conversation. I, it's a Pac-12 season so far. <laughs> I, uh, I think that Bo Nix, even though we were ragging on him a little bit, had one of his best games that I've ever seen him play yeah. um, in that Massive route. Um, there was never any chance that it would probably go any other way. Um, but overall, um, an 81 to 7 game, which is always funny. Um, three touchdowns, 287. Um, obviously, wasn't going to play the whole game. Didn't need to. But um, I think that the tools are there for him to be in the conversation again i think he took a step back over the past couple of years mm-hmm. but um i i don't think he is a first round talent or like no. overly great but those this, types this, was, of, this is the week to talk about those it, types of quarterbacks aren't <clears throat> first round talents like i think he's gonna be a good backup for a long time he, he definitely yeah. very well could that, i could 100 see that without a doubt what do you what do you have for your dud my dud for the week I know we, we for the past couple of weeks we've talked about how good Trevion Henderson could be with Oklahoma with, with Ohio State, but it was nowhere to be seen this past week. Three point seven yards per carry um, is not going to do it if if you want to be talked amongst your 
you know, uh, Blake Corums or, or um, other, you know, great running backs in the in the league right now. Um, yeah, I mean, he led them in carries, but he didn't lead in any other category. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, no, he he wasn't even the the highest runner. Like yeah. twelve carries, forty seven yards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, against an Indiana team that's not going to be good. Like yeah, that was a <clears throat> that was just a stale game. Mm-hmm. His longest run on the day was nineteen yards. So it's just it was a whole lot of blah from Trevion Henderson. Um, do I think he writes the ship? Absolutely, but this is. This was a week that they take a step back uh, for for him. Youngstown State uh, up this upcoming week. I mean, they, Youngstown State is fun in their own zone, but they they won't you know stand up to Ohio State. But watch out for that Western Kentucky. Yeah, that Western, Western Kentucky is good. Western Kentucky could do something, and then the Notre Dame game. So we'll we'll figure out about Ohio State here. Soon. Yeah, we'll finally see what their defense is up to too. All right. Let's uh, finish up here with our week two parlay. Um, we'll go over some things specific here. You got a what? What do you got? How many legs you got this week? I think five. Um, I haven't fully decided if I'm going to add another one or two on. I'm just, I'm just bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> I hit a five legger last week, um, not on the show, but yeah. What the hell? Just uh, <laughs> so. I got some pretty good vibes going with batting right now, but I'm going to start off with the Notre Dame. I'll let them give seven and a half points to NC State. I think NC State is down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I don't think that Brennan Armstrong is ever going to be 2021 Brennan Armstrong. Yeah. I think that he will... I mean, Sam Hartman also had a very good 2021. Mm-hmm. If you look at it, they had like super similar stats. But um, in the in the same he state, is that guy. Yeah. Sam Hartman. He very well be a Heisman. He's fit very well with Notre Dame so far. Yeah. Notre Dame has not stumbled yet. So. I mean, giving them a little more in the touchdown is a little tricky, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna take it. Yeah. I think Notre Dame could. Yeah, potentially. No, I like that pick. Yeah, I I said on this one certainly. I didn't end up picking it in my parlay, but I I I wanted to certainly. Yeah, yeah. Seven and a half is tough for me. It is tough, but it could it could certainly happen. I can see them one by thirty though. Yeah, without a doubt. I have Texas A and M. They're giving four points to Miami. Mm-hmm. I just think that Texas A and M is a little bit further. Than Miami right now. Both both programs can definitely recruit and get like really talented players. Yeah, I mean, they're totally. both in hotbeds of of high school football. But I think Tyler Tyler Van Dyke, even though he had a really good week last week, is behind Connor Wigman, who Connor Wigman I think is the best QB in the SEC. I know that's a little bit of a hot take, hmm. but I like him better than I, I mean better than Milro. Better than Milrow, I think I'm talking about just quarterback. I'm mm-hmm. talking about team. I don't mm-hmm. think that Texas A&M has a better team than Alabama yeah. or yeah, LSU, yeah. but I think as just a pure Dan Daniels. Yeah, I mean, I think I think he's better than Daniels myself. I don't know. 
I, Daniels makes too many mistakes for me to really think that he is is all, all that great, but that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I have Texas A&M. Probably not winning by too much, but I'm fine with the four points. Next, I really didn't want, I didn't, I stayed right away from the spread on this game, but Nebraska, Nebraska at Colorado. I took the under 59 and a half. I think, I feel pretty confidently about that. I think Colorado will not be scoring anywhere near the amount of points that they scored That's, last it, year. It's, it's definitely a high. Nebraska's going to run them. Yeah. And Nebraska's Nebraska's defense, I would say, is further along than TCU's. Yeah. Nebraska's defense really isn't bad. They're pretty. No, bad. no, I I like Nebraska's defense, and that and this game, Travis Hunter's not going to have 144 yeah. snaps to play. He's it's there's not going to be enough because it's going to be a lot slower tempo. No, than the that. playbook is out there for for teams to study. It was it was it was an anom- like. It was an enigma going into the season what Colorado was going to be. And yeah. they certainly played a bunch of cards on the table. Um, and you're right, Nebraska will be running with it. Yeah, they got they have a week of tape. They, you know, it's Yeah, the the question is can Colorado's defense do enough uh, to make sure this under hits and with how Inconsistent through the air. Nebraska's offense looked last week. I I like this pick a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, who knows what the stadium will be like? It'll probably be packed. Yeah, yeah. More packed than it's been in without a doubt. Something years. The thing, it's weird with those Western schools. Is I'm not sure when students get there because I think like Washington, like the students aren't there yet. Really? Yeah. So it we're still we are still in the early season. It might have just been a weird Washington thing, but I I don't know if Colorado. That's, that's really weird. It it was strange. I just don't see a world where this game goes over thirty-one to twenty-four. Yeah. And even with that being said, that still leaves padding for another field goal. Yeah. I like, and chunks, this is for you, <laughs> and for Tom Fernelli. Yeah, I got I got screwed on this. I'm putting Oregon. Uh, I'm. They're giving six and a half points to Texas Tech. I'm all about. That. Oh I'm yeah, I, I would too. alternate line yeah. this oh, as far God. as you want. Yeah, it's fourteen and a half. It's fine by me. No, probably not fourteen and a half. Thirteen and a half though. But yeah, faith I'll in take that faith in Bo Nix is weird, man. What What about last week made the line the way it is? I don't know. Double overtime yeah, with no Wyoming. Clue. I got no clue. I didn't understand this one bit. Dude, I mean, 81 points is 81 points. Yeah. <laughs> with with a seasoned quarterback. Yep. I, I did not understand this when I saw it. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, maybe they, maybe like they, they got to know something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm done even talking about that one. <laughs> yep. Book it. But, uh, so this last one. I know, Caden, you probably have a couple issues with this last one, though. I I think Boise State really, really is a good team. I, I'm going to stick to my convictions on this. What I have heard is Gus Malzahn is practicing on a blue field this week. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? <laughs> and a lot of people make all this stink about Boise State. like Hard place like, to play. So the elevation 
is not that high. It's not like in Denver or something. No, yeah, totally. But, like, you don't have to have a mask. You don't have to have any of this stuff. People put too much on it. And obviously John Rice Plumley is not the passer that Michael Panix is. Yeah. But he's potentially a better runner than Michael Panix is. Um, if Boise State can stop the run, then they can win this game. But I didn't really see them stopping anything last week. I think they're okay. Washington's very, very good. Yeah. But I think UCF is good. I th- I think that game last week was more us finding out things about Washington than yeah. was anything about Boise State. Well, their run defense also wasn't tested because they just got yeah. thrown all over. Absolutely, without a doubt. Um, I I mean, hey, take it. I could see it, but I think Boise State. Um, if I were to pick, I would take the money line. Okay. Uh, speaking of weird uh, uh, colors in your uh, on your turf, what about have you guys seen the SUNY Morrisville black yeah, turf? Yeah, so I I know some people on the soccer team, and it's it's a mess. Like it, you're, they're going to be melting sense. cleats all over yeah. the place. I they come springtime they're going to paint it. They yeah. have to. It's so dumb. I was really hoping that just a few honorable mentions for this parlay. I was really hoping that the Utah Baylor um, over under was going to be lower or it was going to be higher than forty seven. Yeah, oh, it's a, it's tough. That's low. Because uh, there's backup quarterbacks and it's it's just a kind of an ugly game. But I'm not going to bet that one. I was hoping for a few more points out of that one. Oh my my honorable mention. Is Holy Cross against Boston College? <laughs> Take, put a little on that Holy Cross money line. That's my. Ooh, all right. So let's big upset for the week. Let's let's let's. Do you guys want to just each say a money line? Okay. Yeah, I like I that. You, I think okay. we know yours, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you, Holy Cross, Boston College, Boston okay. College is gonna be one of the worst teams in FPS. Holy Cross can be one of the best. They they can do it. All right, um, I we didn't even talk about it yet, but the biggest game of the week is Texas Alabama. Um, I've I talked about it earlier in the in the podcast before. Um, that Texas Alabama game, if Quinn Ewers doesn't get hurt last year, Texas wins. It, that's, and we, we win the whole national. That's championship. my fear with that game is everyone's looking at the game last, last year, year where Texas clearly. Sh- would have won if yeah. Quinn Ewers didn't get hurt. I I have no question. I mean, they almost won that game without him. Did Did Texas start slow this past week? Yes. <laughs> the second half, they were on fire. Uh, they, they they are going to take a step up, and they're going to win by fourteen. I Two touchdowns. I mean, Bryce Young covered up a lot for Alabama last year. I, I, re- I was not a Jalen Milrow guy coming into the season. He, he was awesome last no, week. He, yeah. he was awesome last week, and it scares me a little bit, but Bryce Young just had that little leadership quality that ended up winning them that game yeah. last week. And I'm sure Jalen Milrow probably does, but right now he's untested, and Quinn Ewers is coming on strong. 
uh, Xavier Worthy. Um, I think we'll have a big game. What, what, get that money line going for Texas. No doubt about it. I think you should parlay it with your other one. With what one? That's a card. <laughs> well, yeah, I got... Oh no! Did I? I don't think I put that on the list. Yeah, no, I, I got I got the Purdue money line as well because you know Hudson Card has fun. He did not have fun this. Oh, it was a fun game. So, but he didn't have fun. So you're taking the Hudson Card parlay. I, I am taking the Hudson Card parlay. <laughs> um, right now, mine is I have Colorado at minus three. I've got Utah at minus seven and a half. I've got Oregon at minus six and a half. I have Iowa at minus three and a half, which I think should be. I think they'll win by at least a touchdown. Depends on if their defense decides to score. This yeah, game. they need a defensive <laughs> touchdown. Um, and then I've got Purdue uh, money line uh, against Virginia Tech, um, which I, I I was surprised that they were the dogs, but they are at Virginia Tech, so that's probably what incorporated in it. But yeah, that's my line this week. You got one, Jensen? Yes, I have a few money lines, and they're a little bit bonkers. Maybe they're not. Anyways, give me, I'm going to have a three-part money line parlay. Uh, let me go with Vanderbilt going to Wake Forest. Give me Vanderbilt going 3-0 and on the season. Woo! I'm going to go with, oh, do I do it? Um... <laughs> Miami of Ohio is going to Massachusetts, and they are seven-point favorites. Give me you, man. Oh, God. And then, Wisconsin is on their way to Washington State. A number 19 Wisconsin is on their way to Washington State. People forget, Washington State is a tough place to play. Tanner Mordecai ain't going to do shit. They're six-point favorites. Give me Washington State. I like it. All right. All right. So that is it for the third episode of Saturday Smoke. Uh, like I said, watch out for the uh, some of the TikToks. We've got a nice little Conference USA recap for this past week. We'll probably do some uh, some barbecuing and then uh, some recipes to get that out to you. But. Uh, yeah, uh, follow us on TikTok and Twitter at Saturday Smoke. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll see you next week for a recap of some fun games.